there in podcast line, and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my co-host, Adam. Hello! Just Adam today, no maestro. Uh, this week's film comes as a request from a new listener, Leo, from Connecticut. All right. And he sent us the request via email to, to spoilers at ratpatpodcast.com. And he writes, hey, spoilers, I'd like to make a request for a movie for you guys to do. And my pick is the 1995 action comedy Money Train starring Wesley Snipes, Woody Harrelson, and Jennifer Lopez. Keep up with the good work, guys. Leo from Connecticut. All right. Thanks, Leo. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Well, Leo, your wishes are... Yeah, that's our command. Your wishes are command. Yeah, okay, <laughs> there we go. We're watching Money Train, directed by Joseph Rubin, and this movie stars Wesley Snipes, Woody Harrelson, Jennifer Lopez, Robert Blake as the czar of the Money Train, yeah. and Chris Cooper as the serial killer uh, torch wielder. Did you catch his name in the movie, Adam? No. What they call him? No. His official name in the credits and everything is Torch. Torch. <laughs> so at one point, his little side story becomes like an episode of Gotham. Oh, there's yeah, like, yeah. Where there's like a villain yeah. with a with a theme. Random vigilante. Just uh, this is today's episode is about yeah. this guy. <laughs> Let me give you a brief synopsis, and we'll jump right in. A vengeful New York transit cop decides to steal a trainload of subway fares. His foster brother, a fellow cop, tries to protect him. Adam, have you ever seen this movie before? I have not. I also have not. And I remember seeing the trailer for this as a kid, and I thought it was going to be like Die Hardy. Okay. And I always wanted to watch it. I just never got around to seeing it. I, it's one of those things. I always wanted to watch it too. I don't remember why. I think just maybe the the Snipes Harrison combo. Oh, the white man can jump yeah. team up. Again? I, feel, I feel like I remember enjoying that movie just because of their whole dynamic with each other. They're just back and forth. That was entertaining. Like, yeah, oh, if they're doing it again, I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, and then never got around to it. <laughs> but now we have. Now we have. Thanks, thanks Leo. Le- yeah, thanks, Leo. <laughs> so uh, right off the bat, we're introduced to. Woody Harrelson, Wesley Snipes, and they're they're pretty much their characters from White Man Can Jump, just as transit cops. Yeah, pretty much. Like they're bullshitting back yeah. and forth. One's trying to out hustle the other. Yeah, I, I I'm confused a little <laughs> bit by what their job title. What, what what are they supposed to be doing? This this is a sting operation for like petty muggings. Uh, yeah, it looks like it. Uh, do we have more important things to be worrying about in the city besides people that are going to pickpocket? You're pretty much you're like you're 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 baiting them mm-hmm. to pickpocket and then arresting them for it. Like it's that seems like a weird division. Like, I can't <laughs> imagine that's a real thing that cops actually do. Well, it seems like in this world, Adam, it, the transit authority there's there's two divisions. There's the money train division, which is like the most important division in all of New York City. Right. It's run by Robert Blake. Yeah. The uh, white OJ because he's the celebrity who got yeah. off on murder charges in real life. And there's... based on this movie alone, <laughs> I think he did it. <laughs> <laughs> Without any evidence, Without any, or any... I, just based on this movie and his his character in the movie, yeah. Well, okay, his character definitely <laughs> killed somebody. Yes, and, uh, as far as Robert Blake, I don't know, but this guy, <laughs> holy hell, yeah. <laughs> well, it's the money train division, which is the most important. Of it. These are like your elite SWAT guys, okay. And then there's these transit cop guys who. I guess their whole job is just to do sting operations yeah. for small-time muggings. And if they're consistently doing this, wouldn't the people in the city just be like, hey, there's a drunk guy there. I better not pickpocket right. him because yeah. he's probably a cop. What was it, 95 this came yeah, out? Yeah, this is 95. So, th- so 21 years ago. All right, so this is before all the social media craziness. So maybe word didn't get around as fast. as like, okay. hey, check out these. Uh, there's a black dude and a white dude. <laughs> 
They switch off being drunk and arresting people. <laughs> yeah. Watch out. Maybe, maybe the criminal interwebs, the, uh, the social media inside the criminal organization uh-huh. isn't very good. I'm, I'm ha- I have trouble making placing this world uh-huh. into any kind of reality. It's like it's it's just outside of our reality. Okay. Because things just they don't make sense. Okay. Which we'll, we'll get to more things as as, as it goes on. Yeah. But the first thing is that okay. So these guys are stinging muggers. That's prostitution stingers. Fine, I get that. You, yeah. you go out there, you do the the whole honey pot, whatever. You get the some some dude to give an officer money for sex, and oh, you're you're going to jail. Yeah. Fine. That. I see that as being more of a problem, maybe, than just muggings on, on a, in a subway platform. Yeah. All right. Focus on something else, guys. <laughs> Plus, there's a lot of sh- shady shit that happens in the actual subway itself in New York. Like, there are muggings and stabbings and stuff in the train itself. I feel like okay. they should be focusing on that more than yeah. just little muggings on the, on the platforms. Well, I, I wonder, was New York this bad? At, at that time, I think this was still the the Rudy Giuliani like cleaning up the city era. Okay, where where Times Square still wasn't Disneyland yet. Okay, I think this was in that transitionary period where it was still sleazy, but not as sleazy as like it was in the eighties. All right, because I went to New York maybe three years ago, uh-huh. and I, I was I had I had an exchange with a, with a female uh-huh. on the subway platform at four o'clock in the morning, and I, I was worried that she was going to think that I was trying to do something to her. Because uh, I was just, I was waiting for the subway and like, hey, there's nothing coming. It's been 10 minutes. So I walk over and like, excuse me, do you know if the train's going to be coming again? And, uh, she was very friendly. We ended up talking for like an hour. We, we, we talked in the subway platform. Then we, in the train, we, we talked. She invited me to come see her show. She works for Avenue Q, the puppet show on Broadway. Oh, okay. And, uh, we had great conversations at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like, I feel like that shouldn't, if, if New York is as bad <laughs> as I was led to believe it to be, that should have not happened. And I, yeah, I, I, I might have been in danger, but I felt completely fine the entire time. Yeah, that, yeah, the stereotypical like, oh, New York is dangerous. That was the seventies, eighties, mid nineties. Okay, up until the mid nineties when I, Giuliani not cleaned. Once did I ever feel unsafe when I was in New York? Yeah, walking around in the middle of the night, uh, in Central Park, even mm-hmm. fine, totally fine. <laughs> oh, if you if you listen to our Home Alone two episode, <laughs> yes. in that movie, Central Park's depicted as like the worst place that exists. Yeah. Like it's all these homeless guys. Hey, kid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Prostitutes trying to like, punk little kids. Pick up, pick up an eleven-year-old. Yeah. Hey, sweetie, you need your mommy for tonight. Hey. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So is that's not the New York I know? <laughs> is this New York in Money Train in not on that Home Alone two I, I level? Guess it must be okay. Maybe, maybe they just got to cartoon it up and make it so much worse so that it's interesting. Maybe to, to justify uh, police that are focused on muggers. <laughs> and what, what's the most they'll they'll rob off someone? Yeah, like, I don't know a watch. If York, Some cash. If New York is as dangerous as they make it out to be, you're not walking around with money or yes. expensive things on the yeah. subway platform. And if you're on the subway platform, chances are you don't have a whole lot of money anyway. Well, that's not true. Subway's a big part of transit over there, whether you're rich or poor. Yeah, that's true. Okay. But still, only, well, only rich people drive out there because you have to pay for the monthly parking rates. Oh. Well, driving's terrifying. Yeah. In- even, even when I went, I, I drove in and I, just on the way in, I was like, fuck it, I'm out. <laughs> I parked my car and I didn't I didn't touch it until I had to yeah. leave. Like, there's no fucking way. Uh-huh. I'm, not, I'm not getting in that car again. Yeah. Even when I got in a cab one time, I was like, this is scary. Yeah. <laughs> like, the Seinfeld the thing that he does where the, you're like, you're in the back of the cab like, oh, I'd never try that in my car. Uh-huh. <laughs> just like, yes, that's how I felt. Like, ah, oh, what are you doing? Or the joke he has in the HBO special where he says uh, he's driving around. He's driving the opposite of the street. Yeah. But it's okay because he's a professional. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> He's got a license right there. I can see it. It's funny. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> and uh, yes, officer, his name was A.O. and the symbol for Boron. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I had the chart with me. It was not manganese. 
God damn, I love that Seinfeld. Yeah. So this movie, it opens up with Woody Harrelson. It's it's around Christmas time or pre-Christmas. Yeah. It's, it's before Christmas because later on he gets his brother a Christmas gift, right. allegedly. And he, Woody Harrelson's walking around, stumbling like he's pretending to be drunk. And he's just sitting on a, on a, on a uh, bench on the platform. Yeah. And these, like, Hispanic punks come up to him. They're like, hey, man, you cool? Oh, I see a watch. Yeah. And they just... I, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's not how you mug someone. No. Like a drunk guy. I feel like you'd have a gun ready or, or right. knives or something. They're See, just like, hey, man, you cool? You cool? Watch. Taking the watch off. Hey, a ring. Taking the ring off. Hey, buddy, you still cool? All right. Yeah. Well, that's another thing that kind of makes this weird because I feel like these people that end up mugging them are people that probably wouldn't ordinarily mug somebody. <laughs> it's like they stumbled across. Like, yeah, oh, like, my God, that's a watch. Well, I guess I have to now. I mean, what, <laughs> what kind of human being would I, would I be if I didn't take this passed out guy's watch? Yeah. Like, I got to. I got to. Mm-hmm. But little do they know, watching from across the platform is Wesley Snipes. Yeah. His partner, who we find out later on, these two are foster brothers. Right. Which, I love when movies do this. Yeah. We're brothers. We're foster brothers. And we grew up doing the exact same position, working in the same department, working yep. in the same beat together. Yeah. What, no. are the, what are the odds? That's how, that's how life works, man. Do you and your sister work in the same no. <laughs> position? Nothing, we are nothing alike in almost everywhere. <laughs> well, if this was a movie world, you guys would be at the yeah. same no, printing company. Exactly the same. You'd yeah. be sitting next to each other. Your cubicles would be next right. to each other. She'd be right here next to me yeah. on, the, on the microphone because uh. she also would love podcasting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mysteriously. I love, I love when movies do that. <laughs> yeah. We grew up together and now we're both cops. No. That's not how life works. Exactly. Most people that grow up together, they're, they're, they, there's certain similar interests, but it's never like... Every single, especially twins. There's a lot of twins that have that same kind of thing. They're like, <laughs> mm-hmm. they, they're just inseparable. No, I got twins in my family. They're just like separate lives, almost completely separate lives. They're both not transit cops. No, they're not. <laughs> okay. Damn, that sucks. Yeah. Well, Wesley Snipes, uh, you know, uh, Woody Harrelson. They're going to the. In- I like. I actually like this. They go into the inside of his coat and they pull out a police badge and yeah. he winks at him. And then yeah. Wesley Snipes like freeze. So the two guys like stop and they chase after that one kid. Yeah. But the money train. It's an armored train. Right. That goes from station to station, picking up. This is another thing I'm confused <laughs> by. I'm confused by this too. I'll tell you why right now. So the the money train is going, and then we're. This is when we're introduced to Robert Blake. Yeah. Who's the czar of the money train? Yeah, he's like, don't stop the money train for nothing. Yeah, I guess somehow they find out there's cops in the subway. Uh-huh. Maybe uh, surveillance cameras. Maybe, maybe, or who phoned that in? I don't understand how he found out. <laughs> hey, there's cops in the subway. Okay, let's shut down the trains. And then Blake comes on. No, nobody shuts down the money train. <laughs> then it goes, and uh... they got that. They got what? What is the thing Carol always says, or Bill Simmons, one of the two? Uh, the, uh, a bad action movie always works the title in. Oh yeah. So yeah. they got that title in really early, dude. And they got it in a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the word money trade is said like 50 times in this whole movie. I, I, yes, absolutely. It has to be. It's, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so anyway, they, they get past the train. The train stops at it. It doesn't need to stop. And that's when they come out of the tunnel and they're chasing the perp. And the perp is running towards the security guards where the security guards from the money train just unload on the guy. And, yeah. they, and, they, and they kill him. And then they're like, oh, you killed the guy, man. What the fuck? And they're all pissed off about it. And... uh then they meet with the guy. This, this, what, I don't know what he is. Blake, what, what does he, what does he do? I, I, I tell you, dude, he's the czar of the buddy train. Like he's like in charge of the of the fucking buddy going through the right buddy trade system. I don't know. I yeah, don't know what this guy's job is. But somehow he has the power to fire these guys that seem to be in a different department altogether. <laughs> so is he is he like the king cop or <laughs> he's the king of all cops? Is the buddy train funding the police department or <laughs> at what point? How does he? What does he have power? And if, if the money—that seems like a side business. The money train, maybe, maybe it's part of the city. Yes, uh-huh. but I don't, I don't see a link to the the, the police department. <laughs> That's true. 
so okay so then the thing like okay where does this fit in because this guy he, he's just he's got he's all powerful and whatnot because he's, he's in charge of the money train which doesn't make him rich it just yes. makes him in charge of the money train yes but he's like he's like daddy warbucks over here they're just like <laughs> the most powerful man in the city apparently because uh-huh. he controls the trade yeah okay this is like 95 percent of the tax revenue from the city come from the money train and later on in the movie we see bags that are marked like five hundred thousand. yeah from, from transit. how expensive from- are the trains <laughs> And unless these like pickups happen like once a year, they're collecting all the money from the entire year. Maybe they could be that much. But then it's also like a bunch of cash, and there was there was mention about coins also. So like, are the bags full of coins? (laughs) But then later on, they're full of cash. We're like, so what? How? Because I because I think in '95, I think trains cost less. Let's just say it costs less than a dollar. Let's let's just pretend to make the math easy. It costs fifty cents in 1995 to run the train. Okay. So most people, I'm guessing, are going to be putting coins into the thing. Right. So when they go to pick up these bags, it somehow gets converted to cash. Is the clerk converting uh, coins into know. cash to give to these guys to put in the buddy train? Maybe there's an armored car that comes in from the from the floor level, uh-huh. the street level, comes in, takes the coins out, and gives them cash. Oh. For them to go on the money train, but then at that point they just take the cash out of the. So so Robert Blake would be in charge of the the armored car people too. Is a train the most efficient <laughs> way to transfer money between no. all these places? There's no, no way. there's no way, dude. No. I get why because it's New York and everybody takes the train. But my thing is, are they going to every stop? It, there's multiple lines. Dude. Right, exactly. One train can't go to every single stop. Exactly. So, so does every line have its own money train? <laughs> like, this is the money train for the blue line. This is yeah. the red, the red line blue, uh, money train. But they make it seem like no, there's only one train that somehow could go to every single. Um, I'm, I'm guessing this train is going station to station to station. I don't know how right. the fuck that's possible. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Because that means your train is out all goddamn day. <laughs> yeah. That means there's a 24-hour crew. Right. And you're holding up the other subways that are also coming along those lines. If it's going from every single stop, it's, it, it must be cutting across lines. So all, all the other subways have to wait for this one train. This is so. This is such a weird... Yeah. All right. So that, uh, this doesn't fit in. This doesn't fit into the world uh-huh. so far. Oh, was that your main problem with... The, you said you had a problem with the with the muddy train? That, 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 was, that was one of them. Okay. I, that was I, one I, of them. I got, okay. I got other things. Okay. Other things that happen in this world are like, there's no fucking way okay. that this could happen in, in, in the real world. Okay. So it's like I understand it's trying to take place in like in in, in my world, which Maestro hates me here saying. Yeah. But it just I can't. It's like there's so many things that are too, too fantastical and too outside of logic and reality. They're like, okay, so what kind of world is this in? I don't. So did they establish the rules properly? No. No. Okay. No. You know what the one big I, I I here's my big problem with this movie, Adam. All right. I'm I'm thinking that. From the synopsis I read, one brother is upset and he wants to rob the money train. I'm thinking that this movie's the whole thing's going to be like an Ocean's Eleven plot. Like they're going to stake out the train from the very beginning. Okay. No, like the last 20 minutes, he's like, oh, I guess I'll rob the train now. Yeah. Well, he has kind of been staking it out little by little. Oh, that's another thing. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> he, they eventually, they get hired to work. I don't want to jump ahead too far. Okay. But they, they 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 get onto the money train. They're yes. working on the money train. Oh, because they need backup because it's the holiday season. It, right. It's the busiest time of the year. Does, so, so does that mean that on off-peak seasons they're only collecting two hundred fifty thousand instead of half a mil when they're collecting all the yeah. cash for these stops? All right, hold on, hold on. I, I skipped ahead quite a bit here. Yeah, that's but, fine. It's, okay. <laughs> anyway, we, it's, it's established. Then this is before they get on the train. Yeah, it's established that Woody Harrelson has a, a huge gambling problem. Yes. Uh, he's playing poker and uh, against uh, this other guy, Mr. And- Brown. Mr. Brown. Okay, yeah, that's his name. Yeah. All right. 
and uh, he thinks he's gonna win. He's like, uh, oh, I, I'll, I'll put this like uh, survival commercial type of thing. Here's a watch. Uh, I can't take that bet. But it, like they, they end up taking the bet and like, all right, so I'm gonna win. Cut to him being held off the roof upside down. Like, like hey, you gotta give us some money, punk. And th- at this at, at this point in the game that we that we came in on, uh-huh. he's maybe light, maybe a couple hundred dollars, maybe a thousand dollars. Yeah, the, the, he uses watch to cover that debt. Yes. So we have to assume then that he got all that money back and then made a more ridiculous bet because now <laughs> he's down fifteen thousand dollars out of nowhere. Out of, how <laughs> his his watch was not that expensive. There's no there's no way his watch was that expensive. Yes. And if he, even if it was, then he won the watch. And remember, he only had three hundred dollars to enter the game. Right. So why does he owe them fifty? So if you and me are playing poker, and right. let's say you keep raising me, and then I just go, "Fuck, I lost." That doesn't mean I owe you fifty. Yeah. All the money I had is now in the center of the table. Right. Where like, the fuck is fifteen thousand yeah. dollars coming from? It's like, uh, okay, I want to, I want to raise you. You have no money. Uh, can I borrow fifteen thousand dollars? <laughs> Sure. Okay. I raised fifty thousand dollars. You got it. Now you owe me. What kind? Of, this is a horrible gambling situation. Yes. And, and these are and these are mobsters that are they they live for that kind of thing where they they want people to owe them, uh-huh. which I think is a real bad mentality for mobsters yeah. to do. You don't want people owing you money because then you you're gonna go beat them up and then you're wasting your own manpower yeah. and stuff. Yeah. You don't. I don't. I don't. The see only way that works is if you're a credit card company, dude, or a bank, right? Because at least you're getting interest on on yeah. The shit. Or the casino, you get a marker. Give me, give yeah. me a marker for fifteen thousand dollars. Fine, great. But we're in a basement of like a restaurant or something, <laughs> yeah. uh, and so he owes him fifteen thousand uh, dollars out of nowhere. Yeah. Just, okay. I guess we we got to there somehow. Mm-hmm. Another thing doesn't make sense in my mind. So they have to call Wesley Stipes to go rescue him, and yep. Wesley Stipes tells him, "I'll tell you what." Um, I'll give you three hundred in cash, right. and then I'll get you the fifteen thousand in a few days. Whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, yeah, whoa! That's less than like that's less than one percent, like five percent of yes. what he owes you. And he's like, okay, again, horrible mobster, <laughs> horrible boss, on a fifteen thousand dollar debt, three hundred down is nothing. <laughs> yeah, you better leave me your motorcycle too, then, or something. Yeah. So, so I need more collateral than three hundred freaking dollars. Uh huh. Plus, but I, I assume that the, the mob sort of guy knows that they're cops. Yes. Okay, so you're holding a cop over a roof, <laughs> and then you're, you're threatening another violence? cop. <laughs> what kind of? Oh, I, I just assumed that they knew that this guy had a bad gambling problem. So, a, why are you letting him into this game? Right, exactly. And b, <laughs> it's, it's established. Why would you trust him to like? Okay, sure, right. come back in a few days. No, that's so drop cool. him off the goddamn roof. Yeah, it's, it's established that everybody that I guess as least Snipes knows he has a big gambling problem. Uh-huh. So that means he's been in the situation several times before. Mobster should know that, and they should not have. They shouldn't have made that kind of deal. Yeah, uh, three hundred down. My my civic costs fifteen thousand, and if I put three hundred down, mm, I think that would have knocked no. fifty cents off my monthly payment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a legitimate business. Yeah, where you can make minimum payments. Yes, not to the mob. <laughs> no. I'll tell you what, Frankie. Um, <laughs> I only pay you one hundred fifty bucks a month. Right. Okay, I'll tell you this. You give me 150 bucks a month, and I get to fuck your wife every month. How about that? <laughs> Those are your goddamn minimum payments. Uh, can we amortize these payments first before, um, <laughs> what the fuck is he saying to me? Advertise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, they introduce J-Lo. Yep. She's new on the beat. She's the new decoy 
Yeah. Which I, they kept calling her that. Oh, you're the new decoy. That's is that an actual position in this fucking police force? I guess that, that, that's that's their division, their decoy division. Because they, they keep calling them D. Because like D as in decoy. decoy. Yeah. It's just it's this is a weird position. So Robert Blake is the money train czar who oversees the money train, and then these guys. Right. I guess. But then within these guys, there's a subdivision of just decoys. Okay. So there, so she's like the canine of the canine unit. Okay. Of this police force, right. essentially. So in the decoy unit, she's a, are they all decoys then? Because yeah, they, they take yeah, turns. Cause they take turns cause Wesley Snipes. Oh. This is the, the next scene. Wesley Snipes is yeah, like pretending to be drunk. Right. Which, I, I really like that this scene. This is fun. This is a fun scene <laughs> because the, the the signal we learned yeah. with Woody Harrelson was when he pulls on the lapel. Yeah. That's when you. That's, you, that's when you, you go. In. Right. So Wesley Snipes is laying on the bench, and these drunk chicks are like, "Ooh, should we?" And you think like they're gonna try to rob him, and yeah. like, "Ooh, baby, you're coming home with me." And he keeps pulling the lapel, yeah, and J Lo's like, "He's pulling on the lapel, isn't that the thing?" And he goes, ah, "I think he'll be fine." <laughs> yeah, he's just fucking with him. Yeah, that, that's fun. That, that's that's the thing the brothers would do to each other. Like, yeah, yeah no, let's see if we get out of this. And that's the back to the white man can jump that that chemistry they have yeah, together. Absolutely, that, that's really fun. Yeah, that that, that was part, this is probably the most believable scene in the entire movie. This, this <laughs> that one scene. Yeah, just joking around with each other. Mm-hmm. By the way, at some point, what just like. Hey, I'm not drunk, bitches. Get off of me. <laughs> At what point do you do that? Just pull on the lapel? For what? To blow your cover? What the fuck? Who cares? You're doing this in every subway? People know. All right. People are going to know who you are already by now, or yeah. they're not. So if you blow your cover with these people, what, the fat chick's going to go around to all the people like, hey, there's this black guy acting drunk, and he's not drunk. He doesn't have to say, like, stop it. I'm a cop. He just has to be like, hey, I'm not drunk. Uh-huh. And that's it. End of that. That's That was my thing, dude. Like. I'm like, you're doing this thing again. I'm, granted, this might be at a different train station right. or a train stop, but people should have fallen for this by now, dude, that like, yeah. hey, the there's it, these guys pretending to be drunk. the start of this division was at the beginning of this movie, <laughs> that was like their first sting operation, <laughs> yeah. then maybe. Yeah. But we're led to believe that this has been going on for a while. Yeah. So, all right. Maybe that's why they need new decoys, though. Maybe that's mm-hmm. why J-Lo comes in. That's true. switch it up every now and then. We're then introduced to Chris Cooper, who I mentioned earlier is Torch. He's an arson thief, I'm guessing. He goes to the yeah. the clerks of the train station. He he up his up his jacket uh, sleeve. He yeah. pours gasoline into the uh, into her workstation. Yeah, whatever. and then he throws a match in there and yeah. sets him on fire. Right, and that's when I said this turns into a Gotham episode. Yeah, because the the the, the B story is now trying to capture Chris Cooper. Right, so it, this is this is another thing that's like this. This didn't need to be in the movie. This, yeah, this is weird. You could have completely cut all There's this. No out, need dude. for this. Maybe, maybe they finish the script and like shit. We only got thirty minutes worth of stuff. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Push, extend it somehow. So this guy, this guy's pretty cool. Put him in there. Is this an example, Adam? Of they came up with the title first? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. They, they, got, they got the like I said, money train story. That's good. Uh, twenty pages. Okay. Now we need uh, a lot at the more. end. They robbed the train. Yeah. What first? Okay. We can have a guy who shoots fire, like it. Right. Okay, what okay. else? Uh, we can have That's a love flashy. story. Okay, Again, what else you got? Another weird. We can hire uh, Robert Blake. Ooh, I like where you're going there, guy. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. See, I was, I was, we were talking about this earlier. That that uh, this seems like the the money train story could have been written by like kindergartners, or first graders type of thing, and then the teacher gets a hold of the of, of the student's paper and be like. Mm, we need some love interest in here. Let me, let me, let me. I'll, I'll let me put in my part of this. Yeah. So that then brings in J Lo, uh-huh. and maybe gets passed off to her, her, her husband or not her husband because she hasn't gotten laid. Yeah, yeah. but uh, <laughs> somebody else. I'm like, oh, let's get a fire guy in there. That, that's that's the studio company. That, we need yeah. a fire. We need a fire. Yeah. All right. But, so now now we got a movie. <laughs> you got your shitty story with the love interest, and now fire. Woo. 
Money trade. I, I remember we did uh, what, what was the um, uh, 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 grudge match? Yeah, the S- Stallone De Niro boxing movie. Yes. I remember in that movie you said the screenwriter said Rocky versus Jake Lamada. Now what? Yeah, that's he, it. He was probably like that was the entire pitch, and they greenlit <laughs> it from just that one statement. So this this movie is like <laughs> there's a train in New York, and it carries all the money. Yeah. And these two cops try to rob it. Yeah. We got Snipes and Harrelson on board already. Yep. All right. All right. Let's make it. Let's make it. Show me some Do you have a script? Uh, <laughs> shit. I got to go pick up my kid from school. I'll go see what they got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's, what's his deal? Was he, he This guy, was he was in a fire some, at some point. Now he's doing I'm, revenge? Or <laughs> I feel like this isn't the first time he's done this. Right. Because his hands are burned. Right. The first time you see him, you just see his hands, that they're all scabbed up from burnt, yeah. being burned. I feel like if this is a villain that exists in this world, he should be your top priority, not decoying for little yeah, exactly. muggings. For muggers. You're, you're trying to catch muggers when there's a guy lighting people on fire. There's a Batman villain out in this world. I know. And they're focused And on he's focusing on the train department. <laughs> Where these two guys work. Where they work. <laughs> yeah. What kind of precinct? What is... So, but the, for, for the, what I got from his story uh-huh. was he was in a fire somewhere, and somebody let him burn. So he's getting revenge by burning other people. Okay, that, that's that's what I took from it. I don't know uh, if I made that up in my head. I think you did. I don't I, think this okay. guy's a backstory, dude. Okay. <laughs> so I, was, I was trying to find something. I, f- I feel like maybe I just in, in, inferred that somehow. I don't mm-hmm. know. And, and so, so and, he, and 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 another thing, this guy Torch, yeah, Chris Cooper, he's not any on anyone else's watch list. Like, Robert Blake isn't telling his precious money to train crew, hey, there's a guy out there with flames who's setting everyone on fire. You might want to be on the lookout for that. No, right. there's no priority the for way, this guy he's anywhere. Pro- he's probably burning your money, too. Because he, yeah. he's, he's like very much like the Joker. He's like, I'm not doing this for the money. Yeah. He just wants to burn the chick. Which she's While she's giving the money, so uh, his money's burning, that goes on the money train. That should, that should be your priority. <laughs> yeah. But no one in the city cares. Like, cares about this guy. Nobody cares. He's a Batman villain, and no one cares. Well, he only targets females that work in toll booths. Yes. So everybody else is like, that's not me. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Why do you think that is? Because they won't be able to fight back? I I'm know. guessing. I, I feel like maybe this is, again, in the backstory that I made up in my own head. Uh-huh. He got bur- he was on fire somewhere, and there was a chick that wouldn't help him. So now his oh. whole thing is, I need to burn every chick. Oh, I like that. That's that's And they're in, a, they're in that cage, so they can't escape. Just like I couldn't escape. Oh, that's, that's, okay. Again, I don't know how okay. where this came from, but oh, this is what he, I believe. To oh, be true. oh, and more to his, I'm going to add a little more to that backstory. <laughs> all right, all right. And he probably wasn't a fireman, but he probably worked with like uh, pyrotechnics, so he's familiar with the uh, with the uh, being around flames or just uh, things that can explode. Okay. So he's he's used to like, oh, I'll be fine. I won't be safe. But the one time he got caught, no one helped him. Okay. And then he tamed himself torch because he was watching an episode of Batman. Hey, all those guys have names. There's a Joker. There's a Two Face. Right, right, right. I need a name. How about right. a Torch. All right. Well, we got that. He's a one of the Fantastic Four guys. So. Oh, the Human Torch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not creative either. All so right. when you when you saw his character, were you like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah. Well, I recognized him. Like, hey, that guy's kind of cool. Yeah. And then like, wait, what? What? Why? Where does this come from? Uh huh. So, like, wait. And then he disappears for like thirty minutes. Yes, exactly. And there's no mention of him. Nope. Because the, the next scene, they're all going to a bar to hang out. J Lo, Wesley Snipes, and Woody Harrelson. They're yep. all having drinks, having a good time. Ah, not not like, hey, that was crazy. There was a guy burning chicks. Right. No. It's like, so that was your first day, huh? Yeah. They, all right. They meet Robert Blake again. There's no mention of. Oh, by the way, while you're down there, be yeah. on the lookout for a guy with a torch. Nothing. It's like this city doesn't care about this guy. No. So so they they're in that bar hanging out after uh-huh. after that that crazy day. 
And uh, again, going against every instinct that's in like the police department, they both start trying to hit on the chick. They both they're both trying to get actively mm-hmm. get Jayla, who just got transferred into the department. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure the sexual harassment classes and whatnot. Uh-huh. And any, anybody, I feel like I don't know if it's common sense because a lot of people do it, but in the workplace, you don't you don't mix those. Yeah, kinds you're of not things. supposed to. No, you're not supposed to. It happens. But I mean, these guys are brothers. Uh, first, they're brothers, uh, and and they're also partners, and they're police uh, people. Yeah, I don't decoy department. <laughs> I like that they work in the decoy department. <laughs> yeah, so like, so now they're both after the same chick, and, uh-huh. they're, and they're like, all right, this is this is gonna this is gonna lead to bad things. Yeah. This is obviously gonna lead to bad things because one of you will lose. Yeah, or they both might lose. Maybe she's not interested in them. Right. They could have made her lesbian, and then it would have solved that problem. Oh yeah. It would they, they could have still done that whole thing about like hey hey baby hey baby, and uh, she wouldn't tell them that, that he's lesbian until the very last scene. Then hit her girlfriend walks in like oh that's why she wouldn't go for us. All mm-hmm. right, high five, bro. We're still friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that would have just made it more interesting. Even God damn it, yeah. So th- now now we're on the part of the movie Adam where it's the holiday season. So the money train the the SWAT team money train guys who go from station to station they're a little behind. So they get these three guys. Well, first there's a scene which they're arguing. The the, the two guys are arguing over the, over the girl. Oh, where they get robbed? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're they're and they get they're getting mugged now mm-hmm. on broad daylight outside of their own turf. <laughs> Above train station level, and the, these three guys come up and like, "Hey, give us your money!" And they're they're still arguing, and then they go crazy. They pull the guns on each other, and they do that whole crazy move, like, "Oh, you want to shoot me? I'm crazy. I'm crazy. You think I'm crazy? You're crazy!" Ah! Then they make up for a second, I guess. Yeah. Cut to and then D'Angelo a- Barksdale from The Wire. I met, I told you before right. recording. Yeah. He was in this. Yeah. All right. And then the next scene, there's someone from a show you like. I don't know if you recognized him. Yes, I did. He was well. I first recognized him from Galaxy Quest. Okay. Uh. And, but he was also in Just Shoot Me. He, he was, uh, he, oh, that's he was, not who I'm... No. The main guy on the train is the guy from Galaxy Quest. The, okay. the main alien dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Balth- Balthazar? Yes. Balthazar? Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That guy. Who's the other one? The one to his right is Hank from Breaking Bad. Oh, I did recognize. Yes, yeah. I did recognize. Yeah. It was a fleeting thought because I was like, hey, Hank from... Oh, Galaxy Quest. <laughs> I just I went to Galaxy <laughs> Quest for the rest of the uh-huh. time. I was like, that was, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. So now we're on the part you were mentioning earlier. Yeah, you didn't want to jump too far ahead, right? So now they're on the train. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The, the, did they volunteer for this, or they got recruited to be part of this? I think they were forced to because they said that it's the busy season, so they need extra backup. Okay, great. Uh, and then they just start fighting with each other on the fucking train, <laughs> yeah. just like uh, we're the actual train people, and you're just decoys and whatever. They just, and they they just get into like pissing match and. Uh-huh. They, they, this is a funny line. That, it's not even funny. It was funny the first time. <laughs> I was like, no, no, you're not going to punch the guy. You're not? No, because I'm going to punch him. And then Wesley Snipe turns in and punches the guy. That comes back a few times, which is... It was funny the first time, then as it, it kept happening, like, all right, we get it. Yeah. Very good. Move on, guys. But yeah, they're, they're fighting on the train now, and it's just weird. Meanwhile, Woody Harrelson's talking to Wesley Snipes again, like, hey, check out there's a grate on the floor. You see that grate on the floor? That could be an entry point if we steal the money train. <laughs> like, what the- they're on the train, surrounded by other cops. With the guys th- whose yes, job. Within earshot. And he's like, hey, if we want to rob this place, that's how we do it. Like, all right, guy. And they sit in front of J-Lo, who they're still not sure how cool she I, is with them. No. I don't understand. Because for all they know, she could rat him out. Right. To Robert Blake. Maybe she's a decoy decoy. She's like uh, from the oh, Eternal Affairs. She's Eternal Affairs yeah. decoy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. 
So they they get called to the principal's office, Robert right. Blake's office. Yeah. And all three of them are standing there, like like standing straight like in a military, like in a, when the drill sergeant was walking down the row. Like, yeah. what about you, Barnes? Right. Like that to each and every one of them. He's like, What's your name? And she goes, Santiago. Really, Santiago. Yeah, this this guy's such he's unnecessarily he's such a dick, dick dude. for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Like but like excessive dick. <laughs> like to, like this is t- way uncalled for. Uh-huh. He's got. He must be the most powerful guy in the entire city. Maybe in the United States. <laughs> More than the mayor. Yes. Yeah. Maybe he is the mayor. I don't know. <laughs> is, he. He just. He's. He's got such a stick up his ass about everything. He's making these weird, like analogies to weird things. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, I, what did you say about something about it? you're gonna? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, no. That that's later on the movie. Oh, okay. But he actually has one f- fucking weird line right here. <laughs> he said. He tells Woody Harrelson, "I'll be there and I'll fuck you dead." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what? Yeah. The hell's going? I was watching that with my wife, and she was like, <laughs> she was like, wait, could you rewind that? And I rewind it, yeah. and he goes, I'll be there, and I'll fuck you dead. Yeah. That reminds me of a. <laughs> have, have it, that line reminds me of uh, Roadhouse. Have you ever seen Roadhouse? Yeah. Patrick Swayze. Uh-huh. When that first guy at the first bar he goes to starts fucking with him, and Patrick Swayze tells him, "I used to fuck guys like you in jail," <laughs> to try to intimidate him. <laughs> That's what this line reminds me of. Yeah. I'll be there and I'll fuck you dead. It's it's like we they're trying to portray this guy's a badass, <laughs> but they're doing it in such a weird way. They're like, I'm yeah. just confused by this guy. Yeah, he's he's got a, he's got a Napoleon complex for sure. Yes, he's a small guy. He's, he's talking all big. He's making these weird weird comments about things. Mm-hmm. But the reason they're in the office is because apparently a, a bag of money went missing. Yes, in, in the money train. And he is and Robert Blake assumed it was Woody Harrelson because they knew. He, even his boss knows he has a gambling problem, dude. Then why do you put him on the money train? <laughs> That's like this is so much oversight in this whole department. Everybody, no, gambling is a, is a big issue apparently for this guy. Everybody knows this, but nobody gives a shit. We're short on guys. You know the guy that's got money problems? <laughs> put him on my money train, which I'm crazy protective about. Yeah, which I have a model toy of. Yes, on my desk. Oh my god, it's so much incompetence in this entire movie. Bad mobster. This is bad boss. Bad partners. Uh-huh. Uh, bad decoys. Jalen becomes like an idiot later on. Bad Gotham villains. Every, yes, everything is bad. Oh my god! <sighs> is this where they go to the bar and they both try to hit on her, or where they salsa dance? We get a little salsa dancing. Yeah, it's, it's after this, right? Right. They go to that same Irish bar, which black guy in Irish bar, whatever. Uh, it's because right. in the first episode of It's Always Sunny, um, right? they hire this black guy to like make their bar cool so he goes uh he goes all right so uh this is a irish bar in philadelphia well fellas we gotta change the irish theme because black folks hate irish bars okay so these guys hang on irish bar i know it's a stupid hacky thing did, did you watch jessica jones you no should, not did yet you watch it okay luke cage owns a bar which i feel like is an irish bar in the, in the show <laughs> oh god I feel, I feel like the owner used to be irish and he took it over and uh-huh. he just kept everything there it might, i don't know if i feel like that might be true but it's been a while since i, I watched it but luke cage is pretty black yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. One of my favorite jokes. One of my favorite jokes of all time on The Simpsons is uh, it's a St. Patrick's Day episode, and they go, uh, "It's Kent Brockman, the news reporter." He goes, uh, welcome, okay. "Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the whatever so and so news." And it's St. Patrick's Day, where today everyone's a little bit Irish, except for the gays and the Italians. <laughs> I love nice. that joke. So J Lo is outside salsa dancing on her own. Yeah. I don't know where this music's coming well, from. Well, no, for first, before before that, you, you, they're inside is Snipes and Harrelson. And and Harrelson is now like legitimately talking about, dude, we really need to rob the train. Like for <laughs> yeah, real. That's right. Like before up to this point, it could have been like a joke when I was like, uh-huh. dude, 
we can do it. I, I know how we can do it. I, I don't understand, dude. Like, it seems like these two guys like their job. Out of nowhere, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> he just wants to rob the train. I, I feel like it's... maybe not like their job, but I feel like they're um, loyal enough to the police department to not try to do shit See, like this. I don't, I don't think so. I, I feel like uh, uh, Snipes has always been the straight and narrow guy. Mm-hmm. Harrelson's always been the fuck up, which we which is, is a theme we get through the entire movie. Yeah. You're a fuck up. You're a fuck up. I'm a fuck up. Sorry, fuck up. Fuck up. <laughs> and it's just like, so maybe he's always been talking about this and, and Snipes is just like laughing it off like, ah, you're just being dumb. Mm-hmm. But I was like, no, 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 for real. For real, let's do this. Yeah. He's like, all right, what's your plan? All right, we're not going to do it. Yeah, he's like, all right, <laughs> fine. So the, now we cut to J-Lo outside by herself. Another thing that I'm very confused by. Uh-huh. Uh, she's cooling down from the heat of the bar. She's like, oh, and she's lifting her hair up. She's doing salsa dancing yeah, moves. By herself. By herself. I don't know where this movie music's coming from. Uh, There's no way an Irish bar is playing right. salsa music. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> and, by the way, I do my fair amount of dancing. Uh-huh. I, I enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, if I was trying to cool down, I would not, I would be, not dancing. be dancing. There's yeah. no way. After too much dancing, I need to go cool down. That's, that's what I need. I'll, I'll go outside because mm-hmm. I was dancing too much inside. Well, it is winter in New York. It is cold. I, I get, but still, to be dancing. I know. Uh, all I, right. I get what you mean. By, by the way, crazy hot chick. J-Lo? Young yeah. J-Lo? Yes. Well, she's still hot. Yeah, she's but, absolutely still but, very, very attractive. But, yeah, absolutely. young J-Lo is like, right. damn. Outside dancing by herself, that's, I feel like, why? What? No. If you wanted to dance, anybody in the bar you can uh-huh. dance, be dancing with. No, I'm going to dance outside by myself. It, just, it was very weird. Like she doesn't belong here doing this. Mm-hmm. It just was. It didn't make sense to me. I couldn't couldn't compute. Anyway, so Snipes comes up like, hey, I know how to dance too. Yeah. And then he they start salsa dancing, and he's. It looks like they're about to kiss, and he kind of backs off. Like, yeah, ah, sorry about that. Right. Oh, by the way, because they they had talked him, uh-huh. him and uh, and Woody. They had talked earlier, and Woody was like, "I think this girl might change things for me. It might be." She's like, "He's like already in love with her from like the five minute interaction they did." Yeah. And he's like, I think this girl might be the one to bring me back around or something. I don't know. So Snipes is like, all right, uh, I can't do this because of my boy, which yeah. commendable, very commendable. Mm-hmm. I love that about him. Uh, I've been in similar situations and I've done the same kind of thing. And it's really, really hard to do. It's, it's, almost, it's almost impossible. And it's very upsetting later on when you look back like, damn it. Uh-huh. But anyway. <laughs> so, so then she starts hanging out with Woody in yeah. the bar as Wesley Snipes is leaving. Yeah, and oh, right when they were dancing, I don't know if I turned the volume up or if the volume of the music went up on its own because I was watching it with Sarah. Okay, and then as they start dancing together, the 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 salsa music got yes. louder. Yes, and I'm like, I think I just turned the volume up, babe, and I rewound it, and it went up on its own. And yeah. she's like, Who's who the fuck turned that music up? I don't know. <laughs> the people in the bar, and she she was the one who put the that thought in my head, like an Irish bar is playing salsa music, right? So it, it maybe it's possible this is part of the soundtrack. Yeah, and it's the it, underscore. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. no, as in it's not even being oh, – you don't even hear it. Okay. Like she's out dancing to no music at all by herself. <laughs> it's all in their heads? Yes. And she, I mean, he's just like, I want to get a piece of that, so I'll, I'll go along with it. Fucking all dance yeah. with no music? Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm thinking because obviously the score does kick up. I did, I did have that same thought like, where, what? Mm, all right. Interesting. Because the re- it, when it goes up, that's that's a score thing for sure. Yeah, so like all right, so this is not part of what's actually happening. <laughs> it's in the all scene. their heads. Yeah, I like that. I never thought of that. Yeah, man. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so now we cut to uh, the morning, uh, where Snipes picked up and Harrelson's like, uh, he's drinking stuff in his in his fridge. He he takes something out of the fridge, opens it, takes a drink, and puts it down outside the fridge, which I was upset by. <laughs> like what what the what kind of human being are you? 
I, Adam, I seriously thought they were roommates. I did too. I, I thought they lived together. I know. And then you find a letter they don't, but like, wait, so then what? You just walked into your buddy's house at like maybe five in the morning to take something cold out of his fridge, take a, one drink out of it, put it outside the fridge. You're a dick. You're, yeah. I, that's, that's, that's a roommate mentality that I have. That's like, I can't, I can't understand. I, I, I really thought they were roommates and I'm like, hold on. Your foster brothers. Who work in the same division? Right, you're both decoys, and you live together. Well, that Get would fit. With, that would fit with the whole narrative. That's why they're so close and do everything together because uh, they're just attached at the hip. That's true. Yeah, this is uh, what the uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> I was gonna make a Ben Stiller reference. I don't want to do that. Uh, no, 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 no. Anyway, so now Woody Harrelson is kind of living like. So I was out with the. Uh, I was out with Jado all night. You know, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. And like, so I'm not gonna tell you. Gentleman but, never tells. But you know what I mean? Eh? <laughs> eh? Uh, uh, wink, mm-hmm. wink, nudge, nudge, say no more, say no more. Uh, but apparently nothing happened, I guess. Because yeah. now Wesley Snipes gets pissed off. I don't know why he would have got pissed off because he, he backed off. Her, yeah. So that this could happen. Mm-hmm. And then this happens and he's pissed about it. He's go, he's goes to the gym, which nobody else is in, I guess, at this point. It's an empty gym, a police gym, maybe. Uh, with a full boxing ring. Everything. <laughs> Jesus. Again, what world is this? I don't. Very, they're very well funded because the money train makes so much money for the police department, I guess. <laughs> so, so they got the entire. Yeah, dude, gym. one stop pet makes half a million dollars. Yeah. That must be the fucking Times Square stop. Right. Oh, my God. So, so he's like doing punching bags. She comes mm-hmm. in, like, hey, you want to box? And like, what? So now, so now Wesley Snipes and JLo are boxing in the ring together. And, uh, she's, she's being all tough, like, hey, don't go easy on me. And they're fighting and, in the middle of the boxing, they want to have this heartfelt conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> it's, it's just a weird thing for me to like these people. First of all, they just met, and now they're at the. They're already like, let's talk about us mm-hmm. type of partner relationship. Like, what? How did? Uh, so yeah, so the, so they're. This is just so, I don't. <laughs> as they're boxing and hitting each other, they're, they're confessing like, yeah, we like each other. All right, cool. Now what? It, so I don't. So this is weird. This, is, this, is, this, is, this the whole love storyline is very forced from every aspect yes. of it. So Which good. maybe you're right. Where this movie only was 20 minutes long, and then someone said, "I think you should have a love story." Right. I think there should be a fire guy. Yeah. I think there should have this guy. Yep. Hmm. Uh, let's see. So then Snipes gives Woody Harrelson fifteen thousand in cash. To pay, which, right. by the way, I feel like a week has passed, dude. If I was Mister Brown, I would have fucking yeah. I, I would have been hunting after this guy in two days. Again, another in, incompetent person in the, the the mob boss, so bad at his job. Uh huh. So yeah. So well, so, first of all, they work the same job, right? <laughs> the same shift. The same shift. Same every everything. single day. Why does he have fifteen thousand dollars lying around? <laughs> it, 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 that's we're like okay, unless he came for money, but no, no, no. They're, they're both Foster Brothers. Fosters, yeah. So, no. He's just been saving up, and what? I don't. How much? How much do decoys pay? I it, it can't be that much. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's a high risk job, so maybe it's a little bit more. Uh huh. But not enough to bank fifteen thousand dollars. I don't know. Well, maybe uh, who cares? <laughs> so he gives him he gives him the money, and it's it's kind of like out of guilt that he gives it to him. Yeah. Because at this point now, it's like, well, I got the girl. Um. So here's some money. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. And Woody's on the train. He's going to Mr. Brown's club. And oh my god, I I saw this coming a mile away, yeah. dude. I knew he was gonna get pickpocketed. But then I was like, that little old lady pickpocketed him. Yeah. So he's he's on the train. He's got some money. And there's this guy. Uh, he's trying to rob somebody else. Is that is that how it goes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
He sees somebody else get mugged. Oh, this is such a such a clump. The, the old lady bumps into him and like, oh, this is like, and she's on him for like four seconds. Yes. It's like, okay, he you got robbed for sure. Right now, you just got robbed for sure. <laughs> I knew where this is going. Yeah, Sarah was on her phone half the movie, and she's like, oh, he's getting robbed. <laughs> I, I can tell right now. Yeah, so he gets pickpocketed fifteen thousand dollars. <clears throat> uh, and th- this would have been a turning point in his life. It seems like to me, like mm-hmm. he was like, "All right, I'm going to make things right. Mm-hmm. My my ba- my black brothers helped me out of this thing, and I'm going to get my life together. Be like him, or whatever. Stop being a fuck up because I'm a fuck up, fuck up, fuck up." And then he gets robbed, and he gets pissed. And w- the first thing he does is go to the mob boss. Like, so I was going to bring you money, <laughs> but I got robbed. I don't have it. Oh, you don't have it, huh? Whack, 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 whack. Yeah, they beat the shit out of him. Yeah. He comes home, or I thought this was his home. Again. <laughs> he goes to Wesley Snipes' place, and he walks in on them after they just had sex. Right. They're laying in each other's bed, and Wesley Snipes sees them. They make eye contact, and Woody Harrelson says, look at his face like, <gasps> like he saw a ghost. He's like, right. oh, my God. <laughs> and he runs out, and he's like, hey, did you give the money to the guy? Yeah, well, I've lost it again. Sorry. Yeah, I'm a fuck up. <laughs> just like you said. Yeah. That, that was another weird thing too, though, because at that point, out of anger, it would have been like, "Yeah, I gave him the money. Fuck you." Yeah, but no, he's like, "No, I'll confess. It's fine. I lost it. <laughs> Sorry, bro." So why now, why would you let JLo stay there if your brother has a key to your place and he's always going by? I don't know. Because at this point, I thought they were roommates, and I'm like, "Why the fuck is she spending the night if, if yeah. your brother's your roommate?" Is it established that they aren't at some point? That they are what? They, they're not uh, roommates. Well, he goes to his own apartment later on, oh, Woody Harrelson. Right. Okay. And it's like a shithole, dude. Yeah. And Wesley Snipes is living in this fancy-ass apartment. Yeah. Again. Where is he getting his money? <laughs> what is he doing? Is he secretly taking some money off the top? Right, yeah. He's, he's been robbing he's the money to be the good guy? time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So now they're sending up a sting to try to get... Now someone actually gives a shit about Torch. Right. Like, all right, it's been about 30 minutes. <laughs> Remember that guy we saw earlier? Yeah. Ah. It's the next episode of Gotham, so we got to get this guy he's back in the trailer, He's complaining movie. he hasn't got any screen time left. All right, let's get him out. Get him out. Bring him out here. We'll give him a scene. Now J-Lo is the clerk. Yeah, so she's the bait. The decoy. Mm-hmm. Now she's the decoy. This is the first time we're seeing her as a decoy now. Mm-hmm. So Chris Cooper, he can tell that he's being staked because there's this black guy who's constantly just, huh, huh, yeah. huh, huh. He like, keeps looking like behind him <laughs> towards her. More incompetence from this department. Every 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 person in this entire movie is really bad at whatever it is they do. Uh huh. All these cops that are supposed to be undercover. It's like you might as well have a guy with a newspaper with holes in it, just kind of like peering <laughs> yeah. through the newspaper type uh-huh. of thing. Like all right. So Chris Cooper, to create a distraction, he throws a fucking guy off the platform and he gets crunched. <laughs> he gets crushed under the trade. I was like, Jesus Christ, this guy's fucking crazy. Yeah. But then still goes to burn her. <laughs> So there's tons of cops. Yeah, he knows there's a bunch of cops around. He sees them respond over there. All right, now that they're 30 feet that direction, <laughs> I'll do what I came here to do. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Meanwhile, is that Woody Harrelson's all like hungover or something? He's, he's like he's checking somebody something else out. Well, after the guy falls on the tracks, Wesley Snipes and the two other undercover cops go. So Woody's job is to still look at J Lo. Right. He sees fire out of nowhere. And he's like, "Oh shit!" So yeah, he, yeah, but he's all hungover or something. Yeah. He, he went on a bender, so he's dropping his binoculars. Like, oh, this is a weird time to drop him. Yeah. Oh, now she's almost on fire. Oh my god, I better do something. Uh huh. So he opens fire uh, at Chris Cooper. Wesley Snipes and the cops hear it, so they start chasing after Chris Cooper. And pretty much, Chris Cooper goes to the top, and then he goes back underground, and yeah. he's on the tracks. 
and then he hits Wesley Snipes with a with a crowbar or some type of metal beam. Uh, yeah, I and don't then know where he, that came from. <laughs> he squirts him with his flames, but uh, he grabs his uh, Wesley Snipes. Too many pronouns, dude. Yeah. Wesley Snipes <laughs> grabs. Chris Cooper's arm and it's dripping on him and he creates a little puddle. Yeah. So he's about to light Wesley Snipes. Yeah. And he says, uh, you're going to burn or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. You're fired. One of those yeah, stupid, some stupid lines. Some stupid line. So Wesley Snipes gets the metal beam and he hits the tracks, which I guess creates a spark, which sets Chris Cooper on fire. Right. And, then, and then he's running away and he gets hit by a train. Yeah. I, I might believe that <laughs> a little bit, but it's also one of those things where like, in order for him to like, First of all, say a stupid line, mm-hmm. and then reach back and swing. It would have been enough time for him for for the torch, the torch, <laughs> the fire expert guy to just drop a match and light him on fire. Mm-hmm. But no, he's like waits. Like, what'd you say? What are you doing? <laughs> oh my god! Now I'm on fire. And he got burned right out. Yeah. So he, he gets. How pers- did how did he get burned? Who? How did he get burned? 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 <laughs> Check out the Wicker Man for that one. Oh my god. Wicker man. So Robert Blake shows up or he calls him into his office. Oh yeah, he's there. He's at the he's at the seat of the crime. Right. Robert, Robert Blake actually left his fucking throne yeah. in the command center to go to this crime. And this is very confusing. He fires Woody Harrelson for doing his job. Yeah. This guy is like a a fucking serial killer essentially. Yeah. And they got him. You pretty much saved the day. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're fired. For for what? Exactly. What, what I don't I don't know what he did wrong in this scene. They would have warned. He opened fire fired him. in a crowd, but like that was a necessary Your evil. People kill the guy on the yeah. platform and fired a bunch of rounds at somebody that was running. Uh-huh. That, that's that's okay, but this guy's firing at the flame, the torch. <laughs> yes. No, you're fired. Get out of here. Uh-huh. I never liked you in a gambling problem anyway. Yeah. So they get in each other's face, and this is this is the Robert Blake line, Adam. Okay. He goes, <laughs> "Are you ready for this?" Yeah. He says, take a bite out of me. You'll be licking your asshole for a month to get the taste out of your mouth. I was like, what the fuck? So it just it, it just felt weird. Every, every time he said one of those lines, I was like, what? Let me what repeat. What is happening? Take a bite out of me. You'll be licking your asshole for a month to get the taste out of your mouth. What the fuck? That doesn't even make sense, dude. So he tastes like ass? <laughs> is, that, is, that the, is that the joke? I taste more like ass than your own asshole does? <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did you see Trainwreck? Yeah. Okay, uh, Ch- Ch- is it Chariot Tatum? No, no, uh, the the Marine guy. Oh, the wrestler. Yeah, the wrestler John guy. Cena. Yeah, he he does a bunch of diatribes that are like so homoerotic yeah. in that movie. He's like, "I'll fuck you in the ass, dude. I'll say, t- I'll, I'll, I'll loop you up in the shower." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what the? It's just weird. Like, whoa, whoa, uh-huh. this this is weird. That's what that's what I thought of when th- th- this guy Blake would do his lines. Everything he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think you hear what you're saying. It doesn't sound as tough as you probably think it does in your own brain. Mm-hmm. Just so, oh my god! So Woody gets fired for some reason. Yeah, and he starts thinking, "Well, fuck it, I'm gonna rob the money train on my own." Then, yeah. well, Woody uh, uh, Snipes gets fired too. Yeah, he's like, he's like, you fire my brother, like, all right, fuck you, like, oh, fuck me, you're fired too, <laughs> like, right, what? Off what? What ground? This guy, he uh, actually stopped the torch guy. <laughs> yes, these guys both did exemplary jobs in this situation, and then you fire them. Mm-hmm. You didn't fire them for beating up your own crew inside your train, but this they, they do something good? Nah, you're fired. Get out of here. Incompetent. Incompetent! Mm-hmm. The money's are, dude. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's so focused on that goddamn trade. Yeah. Which I don't know how they're going stop to stop, dude. There has to be more than one money trade. Uh, yeah, there has to be. <laughs> that, mean, that means every line has a huge armored car on it, or a train. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> So now uh, Woody's fired, so now he's 
uh, scoping out the money train. Like he, he's in Central Park where he originally said, if you robbed him here, you couldn't escape into the park. Like he's looking at the park and right. he's, you know, figuring stuff out. And <laughs> by the way, at, th- at this point, I'm reminded of Die Hard Three, where there's a there's a there's a part where a John McClane, the aqueduct, mm-hmm. kind of launches him out of the out of the ground. Oh, through that grate? Yeah, through, yeah. Through the train. That's what I thought. That's what I pictured. Like we can go through that grate, and that's, and I just I pictured that like we're going oh, through him that flying grate. out of yeah. The- yeah. <laughs> oh, it's that one place over there, you know, where the people come in and out, the access tunnel. Yeah. I just went. To, I just went to die hard at that point. Yeah, it was kind of a forced uh, reference there, but yeah, that was an actual thought that I had. <laughs> no, yeah, that's fine. Well, it's not forced. Yeah, if that's if because it's related in context to the discussion. Yeah, it wouldn't just be like yeah, like Die Hard. If we were discussing like I don't know <laughs> something, and then it's like yeah, but like Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, it's fine. You're that, fine. That was a bald guy on the platform. You know who else is bald? Exactly. Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah, that's forced, dude. This is in context of of the discussion, right? So, if you were bald, though, you might need razors to shave your head. Uh-huh. If you're going to get some razors, go to Amazon.com. <laughs> go to our website first. Get all your needs there, your books, your razors, your your gear to rob a money train. Yeah, but... <laughs> go to the website first. Click on the Amazon link. I was trying to yeah. – I, I had. A, I was think. I almost had a way to work it in, but oh, yeah. it was during the robbery. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, good call, Adam. Buy so, mini train replicas yeah. over your desk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Wesley Snipes. He is so pissed off. He goes to Mr. Brown's strip club. Okay. And he turns into Liam Neeson, dude. Like, he just wrecks everyone going downstairs to get Mr. Brown. Yeah. And I guess his wait staff, well, well first, I'm guessing they're waiters, right? Because they have bow ties. I don't Are know. all his wait staff trained in martial arts? Hey, maybe this club is the Chippendales. I don't know. Because <laughs> he's, like, he's like, get him. And all these waiters know how to fight. Yeah. Well, before, before, before this even happens, there's, there's a scene where Woody Harrelson. He gets confronted by the mob boss. And he's like, "Hey, um, oh yeah, that's right." In the bathroom of that Irish bar. Oh, that's yeah, that's where it mm-hmm. was. Yeah, because oh, Woody Harrelson's all drunk as shit in, in the bar, and he's trying to get drunker. And the bartender's like, "No, I'm cutting you off. You're in a bad place." That's blah, right. blah blah. Going to the bathroom. Those those guys are there. If you don't care about your own life, I'll threaten somebody you love. I'll kill your brother, your black brother guy. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember their names in this movie. I don't remember. <laughs> this, this might be one of the first movies that we I haven't referenced them as other people who they are. I thought I was going to call Snipes Blade, but I'm still no, calling him Snipes. Just Snipes yeah, no, he's fine. He's cool. Yeah. yeah. These guys are bo- I, I, I like them both a lot as actors. Yeah. yeah. We do. But anyway, so he threatens, I'm going to kill your brother if you don't give me the money. And then he's whatever. And then, then he, the bartender, goes to Snipes. And he's and like, he, dude, your brother's fucked up. Like, and now Snipes, yeah, yeah. Now Snipes goes to Mr. Brown's club and he right. fucks up the wait staff. Yeah. Who are somehow ninjas or he, whatever he, he pulls a john wick he just like beelines yeah. through the entire place knocking everybody out uh, uh, he turns into liam neeson dude. yeah and then he goes to mr brown and he says uh he tells him i'm gonna get you that money still but i'm gonna beat your ass yeah, first right <laughs> like, that's essentially what he does i came here to give you a message i'm gonna I'm get gonna you gonna your money <laughs> 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 so weird <laughs> that makes no sense dude no hey I just fucked up your whole club. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm going to pay you, though. At this point, it should have been like, I'm coming for you again if you don't back the fuck off. Yeah, that exactly. That should have the message. Not, hey, sorry about all the uh, shit that uh, those guys might need medical attention, but <laughs> I'm going to get you your money. All right. Just relax. Bad, 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 mm-hmm. bad. Incompetent at defending his brother. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's incompetent. <laughs> so now, uh, Snipes goes back to the bar, and he's telling Jayla, like, all right, well, I guess I'm done with my brother now. That was the last good deed I'm going to do for my brother, mm-hmm. and we're good. Hey, uh, Stipes, we got a package for you. Oh, it's New Year's Eve. Yeah. Uh-huh. By the way, 
it's alluded to earlier in the movie, New Year's Eve would be the biggest payday. I don't, I don't, I don't know how, dude. I feel like everyone's going to be above ground. Yeah, they should, they should the, have closed that way before this. Yeah, no, fine, another, whatever. Another bad business, <laughs> more incompetence. <laughs> Plenty to go around. And in the package is a picture of the is the model of the money train. Yeah, it's the train that he stole from the guy. Meaning, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal that yeah. money train, bro. Yeah. So Snipes is like, oh no, he's gonna rob the money train. And to, to J Lo again. Th- this is this is all very fresh. So there must be only one money train because if there were multiple money trains, he wouldn't know which one he's robbing. Oh, true. So there is one fucking train going station to station wow. in this city. This is insane. <laughs> so Woody Harrelson's Woody Harrelson's plot is. All the guys are going to get off the train, which, no. Uh, real bad security. Yes. Real All bad they security. left is just the conductor. Yeah. Who's unarmed. The, the conductor is going to be with the millions of dollars inside. <laughs> yeah. While we go get maybe 100 grand from this register. In an armored car, <laughs> not everyone in the truck no. goes, dude. No. And it's, it's like just one guy. sealed off. Yeah. These doors are wide open waiting. <laughs> like, all right. So he sneaks in. He, he knocks out the conductor. Puts it in, in. Well, he goes under the grate. Oh, that's right. That they saw earlier. Right. That's how he gets in. Yeah. And then he. Knocks off the conductor and he just takes off, and then nobody knows what he looks like. There's no cameras in this train, which I well, think is. Well, he has a gone, which he then That's takes true. off as soon as he gets. Yeah, I still there, like, feel like there should be cameras or yeah. something in here, dude. The cameras that would have seen at the beginning that there's cops in the subway tunnel. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I guess those are gone now. Uh-huh. <laughs> On New Year's Eve, when there's a bazillion dollars on the train, uh-huh. let's turn the cameras off. Mm-hmm. Fine. So he goes to the area where the construction workers were earlier, and he pulls out. Uh, the biggest bags of money because each bag is tagged yeah. with w- the amount. Like I said, one is half a million dollars. Yeah. I don't know, ha- half a million dollars, and it's and it's in a little little tiny bag. It's the same size bag as a hundred thousand dollar one. <laughs> in movies, when guys dr- bring cash for a kidnapping, they'd yeah. have to bring like two suitcases. Yeah. Dude. By the way, that that's fake. I, I saw it in a movie. I, I don't know what movie it was. But they had a suitcases like for a hundred thousand dollars. They opened it up and it was like one stack of bills. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I forgot what movie that is, yeah. but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we actually spent more on the suitcase than we did on anything else. Yeah, uh, it's really not that much money. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. <sighs> oh, so, and by the way, half a million. Those are in big bills, right? I guess. Where the fuck are these big bills coming from? If people were paying 50 cents or right. a dollar yeah, exactly. to get on the train. See, up until this point, I thought it was the bags were full of tokens or coins of some <laughs> yeah. kind. But now we find out if, if that was $500,000 in coins, there's no way you're carrying that anywhere. Yeah. That, you, man, you need like the Hulk to carry that stuff. And where, what are you going to do with 500000 in coins? Right. You can't trade that in. You keep showing up to the bank like, add more coins to, hey, wasn't it, was it a train rod with lots of coins? Right. Yeah. And weren't you a cop with a gambling problem? Because everyone in this fucking city knows he has a gambling problem. There was another movie where some guy was trading in gold bars that had stamps on them, like a couple of bars at a time. Yeah, I, I've i seen that one, too. I just, it I, feels like it was Snatchers. Not Snatch, but it was a, maybe Lockstock Revolver? Maybe. I don't know. Revolver was a good movie. I, yeah, I've seen that movie. I've, I know what movie you're talking about. Dude. Okay. I just don't have the name of yeah. it. Anyway. Fuck. So he goes to that part of the train, and he goes up the grate. But there's a bunch of cops. There's three cops. There's three cops just chilling, drinking on coffee. On horses. <laughs> just chilling. And then at this point, he looks up, sees the cops there. Ah, shit. They're drinking. They're, they're drinking out of a flask because it's New Year's. They're yeah. having a good time. So his thing is, well, the whole plan's finished. It's over. <laughs> I might as well just uh-huh. turn myself in. I, I'm thinking they're not going to stand there the whole fucking night. <laughs> yeah. Just wait a little while. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll wander off. Then get out and go and you're free. Yeah. No. He goes back on the train. He's like, fuck! Yeah. It's over! I'm a fuck up, I knew it! 
I've always been a fuck up. Ah! And then someone touches him on the back of his shoulder, and he's like, oh, and it's Wesley Snipes. Yeah. By the way, Wesley Snipes finds him uh-huh. quickly and easily. The guy that runs the money train with a bunch of officers. Where is this guy? Where is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> we got to find him. <laughs> but the, but every, but it's established in the control room that everywhere the money train goes, there's dots. Right. Why, oh, wait. Wouldn't a dot have yeah. said where they are? The dot stopped over by that construction site. Maybe we should check that out. <laughs> hey, cops and horses, go check out that construction thing. <laughs> yeah, you're directly under them. Yeah. Oh, we're not tied in with the horse PD. Only the oh, decoy PD. Oh, shit. That's right. <laughs> you can only send train PD down there, dude. Right. Train PD or decoy. You don't want to fuck up jurisdictions in New York, dude. Yeah. Horses. Pff, we got subways. Fucking yeah, horses. You have horse PD. <laughs> you have uh, ferry PD. Right. <laughs> which are the guys who are on the ferries to right. Long Island. You uh, have uh, Statue of Liberty PD, I'm guessing. Right. To, uh, who protect the statue. Uh, rickshaw PD. The guys uh, running around carrying. Oh, the- yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Wall, uh, the banker PD, mm-hmm. the guys who protect the bankers from stealing us trillions of dollars and right. they don't go to jail. Um, yeah, there's a lot All of right. different jurisdictions in New uh, York. Yeah, you don't want to, yeah. you don't want to fuck with that. Well, I guess it makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> so Robert Blake is like, get everybody down there. No one steals from my goddamn trade. So they take off and they're going to bleed the brakes, which I'm assuming is they're just going to fucking let the brakes burn out. I don't know. I'm, don't I'm know. guessing that's what they did. Mom, I know you're, I know you listen to this. My mom, <laughs> my mom actually drives trains. Right. If you can explain to me what bleeding the brakes are, if then it, I'll let everyone anything, else know. If it's anything like, like cars, it's the same kind of thing. You cut the brake lines. So all the fluid that would do the thing that bleeds out. So mm-hmm. the brakes don't work anymore. Yeah. But I don't know how you can do that on a train. I don't know how they know so much about trains. Uh, <laughs> they're just the cops who, just, yeah, yeah just, they know how to drive it now. <laughs> Just decoy guys, but uh, now they're train experts. <laughs> Fantastic. Again, this wouldn't exist in your world. No. Because... Every, no. Every <laughs> single thing. So weird. So Robert Blake tells him, set up the set up the thing that'll stop that'll stop them. Yeah. I guess it's a thing that's... double steel enforced. No, before that, oh. uh, remember it knocks their brakes out? Oh, yeah, yeah. They just start speeding up faster, and then they set this thing up on the tracks. It's like a, a metal rods or something that pops right. up, and the train just burns through it. It's like the size of a, the, like a hockey stick. Yeah. It's like, all right, so now stop a train. <laughs> Money train. Yeah. You're, and it's, it's covered in, in iron and steel. Anyway, they burn through that. So now the Money train has no brakes. So they found a section, another construction site, where there's like a, a thing, a um, metal door what, or something yeah double steel enforced wall of, uh, of some kind which they set up very quickly somehow mm-hmm. and robert blake orders all the co- all the train cops fire at the trade and yeah. then it'll hit the thing yeah aim for the cabin that's where they'll be bro your thing is bulletproof you made it that way i know so uh, all right and then, oh unless i have the special bullets that that, that only defeat my train because I, <laughs> I i made the technology for this so i know how to stop myself that's uh-huh. so dumb <laughs> So they fire out the trade, and they're just going max speed. So they're doing the speed method. Remember in speed? Yeah. They go, we'll just speed up. Yeah. So they're doing that. They're just just going full speed. By the way, knowing they burnt their brakes out. So what's the end game here? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Eventually, we'll end up in uh, Ziwat Neho, and we'll be fine. Uh Uh-huh. All right. (laughs) So they burn. So they go. So they're getting fired on. And as far as I know, Adam, this is a bulletproof train. Yeah. But they're ducking down like, oh, my God. Well, I, no, they're ducking down because they're going to go through the wall, not because they're getting shot at. I guess. I'm guessing. Yeah. 
So this this whole last scene is very weird. Yeah. So they they go through the wall. So now they're on the tracks with other trains. So yeah. so the the worker in the command center tells Robert Blake, "I'll divert their tracks so they're going by themselves." And Robert Blake's like, "No, you can't. We can't let them get away. Let them stay on the tracks. They'll bump yeah. into a commuter train in front of them, and that'll force them to stop." And the yeah. guy's like, "But what if they're a runaway train?" Yeah, doesn't matter if it takes human lives. To what die. if their brakes don't work, which we established about five minutes ago, <laughs> yes. boss? Pretty much, Robert Blake is ah! saying he's like, "Fuck those people in front of him." Yeah, it's all about the money on the money train. Uh, fuck those trains, assholes, until they can't taste anything. <laughs> what is yeah. it? Uh, sir, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, shut up, you. Eat your own asshole. Ah. <laughs> I'll kill you. <gasps> I'll kill you dead. Then fuck you. Because he actually killed someone. Oh yeah. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. No, I don't care. Ah, it's like 14 years ago. That's fine. I don't, every, 10 years ago? I don't know enough about it to say yeah. anything. Uh, pretty much, uh, that's what happens. They're going full speed, yeah. so they keep crashing into the commuter train. And <laughs> so Woody Harrelson's like, um, what if we put it in reverse? Yeah. Or what's what, one of these two guys says, just put it in reverse. No, we'll flip over. Then he goes, that, that'll happen. We, we have to die. Yeah. So Woody Harrelson's like, wait a minute, I have an idea. There's a, a metal rod that's hanging. Yeah. Well, Woody and Snipes are like, oh, so we're going to kill ourselves? Yeah, okay. But he's like, no. Hey, Snipes, brother, get out of here. No, this is my fault. This is my fuck up. I'm going to put the fight right. again. Oh, I'm good. All right. No, we're right together, bro. All right. Yeah. All right. High five. And then, then that's when he gets the idea. Mm-hmm. He, they're they're going to ram one end of the rod into the gear shift, yeah. which will go reverse the next time it bumps into the train. Right. And then they're going to climb on the roof By to, the way, to jump onto the commuter train. That part yes. made a lot of sense. Oh, really? Yeah. The, okay. the whole lining up the thing so when it hits the next train to hit the reverse thing, I'm like, oh, look at that. Look at you guys. <laughs> With only five minutes to go. Yeah, I was very, very good job there, MacGyver. <laughs> <laughs> with only five minutes ago, the <laughs> yeah. screenwriter right. came up with something logical. Yeah, like, oh, all right. Interesting. Good. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So they climb up there. But the next the, the next part, <laughs> then we lose the logic again. Okay. Because I, up to this point, they're hitting the train every, like, every like 30 seconds, maybe every every minute they're hitting the train. Uh-huh. Now a good five, ten minutes passes without it hitting the train again uh-huh. so that they can get to the roof and get ready Ju- to jump across. Get ready to jump, yeah. yeah. So they jump across, and then it slams into the other one, and then... It starts going backwards and it derails, and Robert Blake is now down at the next train stop. Yeah, and the thing's derailing, and he's just <gasps> my money train. Yeah. No, right. Find them. Find me those guys. Where are they? Find them. How do you know what they look like, guy? You have no cameras down there. Yeah. Remember, nobody knows anything. <laughs> are they corpses? You got the bodies? There's nobody here, sir. Oh my god, he's here. He's here. One of them. One of them. So he's just w- walking around the train department. like, looking- and he, He's just looking at everyone like, you do, You don't look like a robber. You don't look yeah. like a robber. <laughs> if I see him, I'll know him. Yeah. And then here comes Woody and Snipes. They just come around the corner. By the be way. Cool. They're like, be cool. Be cool. Yeah. Completely unharmed. <laughs> I don't know. They, they went through the, the giant barricade. They should have almost been shot at. Shot at. Jumped across a train. Fell into the part of a train that was already crushed in. Uh-huh. And then walk out without a scratch on them. Uh-huh. Like like their Seagal or something from any of his movies, mm-hmm. not getting scratched at all. And then and then they put on the whole thing like, "Hey, we just got here. We're trying to help, you know." <laughs> what are you doing down here? You you were fired. I know, but you know us. We love the trains. Hey, you guy. I suspected of stealing from you earlier. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Guy <laughs> fired because of gambling problems and weird things. I guess you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> so he uh, 
so they do the joke again, Adam. The oh, you're not gonna punch him because I'm gonna punch him. No, we're gonna punch him, yeah. and then they both knock him out. Right. So they go. <laughs> so Robert Blake goes arrest them for assault, and then J Lo comes out of nowhere and says, "You're under arrest because you put human lives in danger." How the fuck did you know that? But yeah, she wasn't part. She was on. Well, no, she, she was on the surface no, she level. She was listening to the. To oh the walkie-talkie. yeah, that's right. That's right. I don't know how she got that walkie-talkie in her cop car. <laughs> no, it wasn't a cop car. It was her. It was her like Firebird. She got a scanner, a police scanner in her car. I don't know, dude. Oh, J Lo didn't need to be in this movie at all. <laughs> yeah. Neither did the fire guy, the torch guy. Yeah. Then again, it wouldn't. It would have been twenty minutes long. Uh huh. This, this shouldn't have got made. Yeah. <laughs> this should not have happened. Well, we're almost done, Adam. Yeah. Uh, Woody Harrelson, they're celebrating because they punched their boss. Yeah. And then he's like, what's that? And he's filling his stomach and he unzips his jacket and it's the 500 grand. Yeah. And By like, the way, there was, there was a moment, like maybe 10 minutes earlier, uh-huh. where Woody Harrelson was dangling off the side of the train car. Like, that extra weight could have killed you uh, because you got all that money on oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And that, I would have been like, you up? I could have... <laughs> I should have dropped your ass. That's, <laughs> yeah. I, I should have been the type of mind. Like, yeah, and they argue as they walk off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. Or the, mm-hmm. and that's the, the background changes to a, a, a island background, like a uh, postcard. Uh-huh. Like, all right, so are they going to that island? <laughs> it's weird. It's such a weird. And that's Money Train. Yeah. Are you happy, Leo? <laughs> we burned your movie. Please don't be upset. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so uh, closing thoughts on Money Train, Adam. <coughs> what, what, what would you say? It, it 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 was fun to watch because uh-huh. it was just it was so many ridiculous things happening, yeah. and it just the chemistry between Snipes and Harrelson was it's good. It's yeah, it's it, it's that same it's white an, man can't jump right vibe. It's enough to make it palatable. Mm-hmm. A, a horribly written movie. <laughs> okay, horrible everything about horrible it. characters, characters, plot, undefined everything. Uh, job titles. Yeah, <laughs> no, nothing in this movie made sense. Uh huh. But it was kind of fun to watch. Sarah kept, uh, she was on the couch watching, cause I did watch this on Amazon. Like, yeah. That's not a, pl- like, I actually watched it on Amazon. Um, okay. <laughs> she's watching, she's watching, she's on her phone doing whatever, and she keeps looking up every, like, minute or two, and she kind of got the gist of the movie. They're robbing the fucking train. Right. And I asked her, I go, what'd you think, babe? And she goes, oh, it's fine. She says, I wouldn't watch it again, but, you know, I like them, meaning Woody Harrelson right. was yeah. the snipes. See, that's the thing. It was, it was a really bad movie, and I, there was a lot to hate about it. But I'm not upset that I watched it. It's kind of like I'm, uh-huh. gl- I'm, gl- I'm glad I got that out of my system, and now I n- now I know it, and I know it exists. Yeah, uh, I-, I will not watch it again. I might recommend it though. Still, <clears throat> I might recommend it. Like you-, you should check it out. It's 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 if if you want to just like it's enjoy that mm-hmm. that chemistry. Harrelson's pretty good in most of the things he does. Yeah, Snipes I think is also good in most of the stuff he does. Mm-hmm. Oh, another Snipes movie we should do later on. Passenger uh, Fifty Seven, uh, Demolition Man, Die Hard on a Plane. Oh, dude. Oh. Fuck yeah. Simon says, die. <laughs> that was a fun, fun movie. Oh, yeah. I, that was one of my favorite movies growing up as yeah. a kid, dude. I used to love Demolition Man when it come on TV. So good. Yeah. I, I don't think there's been a Snipes stinker. I don't think I've seen anything he was in I didn't like. Uh, they've been stinkers, but you've probably just enjoyed them. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Like, Passenger 57 is almost on le- on the same level as this. Okay. That was supposed to be Die Hard on a Plane. Right. Every, yeah. A- again. I that. Because it came out after Die Hard 2. Right. <laughs> so this was like Die Hard playing again. Okay. Demolition yeah. Man. I The one thing I never understood about Demolition Man is when she's describing how Taco Bell won the, the fast food yeah, the wars. Fast food. 
does that mean there was an actual battle? Right. Did just one company buy the other one? The <laughs> thing was happening. The, the one thing about the movie that I walk away from still racking my brain about the three shoot the three shows. shows. What the what the fuck? Okay, when we watched that, Adam, <laughs> I, I, someone actually f- d- figured out how to use oh, the three seashells. Yeah. All right. When we get to that episode, I'll, I'll explain it. I'll look forward to that. Well, uh, yeah. So it was, yeah, fine, fine. Okay. I, I thought it was okay. Yeah. It was, it was, it's a dumb action movie. It's really dumb. Yeah. But, and not even full of that much action. Yeah. <laughs> I was just disappointed. Like, I was expecting this to be like a heist movie from the get go, dude. Like, yeah. right off the bat, they're plotting the money trick. Cause I saw the trailer first, which I shouldn't have done. Oh, I see. So I'm like thinking, like, okay, they're going to rob the train. They're going to start like doing the whole Danny Ocean thing. They're going to make like a decoy of the train or no, no, nothing. Just the last 20 minutes. Ah, let's fuck it. Let's rob it now. All right. Well, that was our opinion of the movie. <laughs> but like I said, at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we don't have any credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear the good reviews or the bad reviews, Adam? Uh, let's start with the good. Okay. Stephen Holden of the New York Times says, more viscerally charged than speed and hipper than Die Hard with a Vengeance. I call oh. bullshit on that, dude. Oh. Bullshit. His credentials need to be revoked and pulled away from him. <laughs> he, bullshit, he needs to dude. bite into the other guy. And then lick his own asshole. <laughs> Which he won't taste for a month Holy. or however the fuck that line went. I don't know. Okay, let me start again. What the? More viscerally charged than speed and hipper than Die Hard with a Vengeance. The movie is a careening, screeching joyride that showers sparks like fireworks. Wow. <laughs> what? Jesus. <laughs> that is that is such an exaggeration of every... That, I think, is the most exaggerated review that I think I've heard on this show. Really? Okay. Like, based on what, what, what I saw and what he <laughs> apparently saw... There's no and the fact that he said this is better, That's, hipper than Die Hard Three. The, that is the, the, by far the most offensive thing. Which I've you heard. could argue is not better than one, but you can argue it's really close to being as good. I can't. Yeah, no, there's no comparison here. I there's only a, one other okay. good review. I found. <laughs> well, from a top critic. Okay, Kenneth Turan of the L.A. Times says Money Train is a by the numbers action buddy picture, and few directors run through those numbers as smoothly as Joseph Rubin. Okay, I guess. <laughs> you can't see, but you're just looking at your shoe. I was like, are you trying to work that in as a bit? No, I just I felt something weird on my okay. shoe. <laughs> now the bad reviews. Uh, Hal Hinson of the Washington Post says, even if they only charged a token, it would be too much to watch this movie. Yeah, see the tokens on the train. It, so where are they getting the cash from? I don't know. Is the clerk exchanging these tokens for cash maybe, maybe the, the high the highest society part of town they use cash instead of tokens there's <laughs> uh, not that doesn't uh ken tucker of entertainment weekly says a big noisy headache of a movie that was that was it true and lastly <laughs> brian lowry of variety says bounces along with a lame script and in- inconsistent pace yeah that's Absolutely. exactly your Absolutely. review right there Adam. right that should have been the synopsis before <laughs> before I move on to the Rotten Tomatoes game, um, on the King of Queens, Pan Oswald's character Spence, he works in the subway. Okay. He's one of these subway clerks. And Arthur has to uh, – Jerry Stiller. Okay. He has to take the train somewhere, and he's really nervous. And Pan Oswald, he's behind a whole – it's just like the girl in this movie. She, okay. He's behind like a bulletproof glass. And he says, don't worry, Arthur. The train system is very safe in New York City. And Jerry Stiller goes, says the man behind the bulletproof glass. <laughs> Love that joke. Whatever I, I, that's what I kept thinking of during this whole movie was that one nice. joke. I, li- I like that. I like I like that Stiller. Yes. Yeah, he's a good Stiller. Uh-huh. 
Now it's time for the game that everyone loves to play, the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on its Rotten Tomatoes score. The guys is just Adam today. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics in the audience. 0 to 59% is rotten, 60% to 84% is fresh, and 85% up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Uh, let's start with the critics. Okay. Uh, they cannot have liked this movie. It's like what Corolla says. Is it 41% bad or 11% bad? Right, right. Well, based, I mean, I, I'm not a critic and uh, all the complaints I had about the story writing and characters and everything, uh-huh. I feel like th- they would know more and mm-hmm. would be more offended by it than I was. Okay. Uh, 17%. 17%? Yeah, 17. 22%. Oh, okay. Close. All right. Now the audience. Audience. They're gonna be higher because they're they're not they're just dumb people that like to watch <laughs> things, and all the stuff that I always complain about would mm-hmm. not be a complaint from a regular viewer. My spoilers goggles have ruined me. Okay, where I just I, I tear things apart way too much than I need to, but uh-huh. that's that's how I am now. Okay, uh, enjoyable still, not forty three percent, twenty nine percent. Oh wow, yeah. Oh, so not that far from the critics. That makes me happy. Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so they're more on on my level as uh-huh. far as yeah. I would I would give it a low twenties mm-hmm. review for, for personally. Okay. Yeah. I, I think I already know the answer to this, oh. but I'll do it anyway. <laughs> uh, Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. Oh. We've noticed that Paul Shit. Giamatti has slowly been in a lot of the movies we're doing, and since both me and Adam equally love him, we decided to ask, what role would Paul Giamatti have had in this movie? It'd be Blake, right, Robert yeah, Blake? He'd be the mayor, Czar, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the king uh, of New York. Whatever. The ki- yes, exactly. <laughs> Whoever that guy was, that's him. Yeah, I figured it'd be him. Absolutely. He would maybe the torch, but. It'd be more Blake. No, like it would, no, it would definitely be the Robert Absolutely. Blake character. Now, <laughs> oh, that would have been so much more fun to watch. Can you imagine Jumadi delivering that line? The it would have made sense when he did. <laughs> yeah, it would have been the exact same line, but I would have been like, "Oh shit, yeah, the shit's going down." That's right. Oh, you've done fucked up now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. Twelve New York subway cars were shipped over to Los Angeles to film to the film set. They were converted to run on propane so that the rails on the film set did not need to be electrified, a potential health hazard for all the crew. So 12 New York subway cars were flown out here to LA. Do we not have subway cars? We do, but not the, I'm guessing the New York ones look different. Uh, (laughs) Well, I think the next, (laughs) well, I think the next fact they call You don't care about anything else being accurate in this movie, but you, you care about the subway cars. Okay. Nobody has a real job title or, or any kind of... Oh, all right. <laughs> well, listen to the next one, Adam. This oh, might explain right. that one. This boasts the distinction of having one of the longest sets ever constructed for a film. <laughs> At over 3,000 feet long, 20 feet high, and four whale- railway tracks wide, the set was roughly the same size as two Empire State buildings lying side by side. The original plan was to film in the real New York subway, but the logistics proved too problematic. So I think they flew the real ones over to put in this massive set. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is outrageous. Yeah. Like, okay, there's like, uh, was it the Matrix Reloaded? Oh, the freeway scene? They built, it took they them like six months freeway. or something to yeah. film it. Yeah. That, I feel like, is justifiable. Because <laughs> Matrix is an f- amazing franchise. Yeah. At that point, it was anyway. After the first, yeah, because the movie wasn't over yet. No, no. Yeah, it's like, exactly. <laughs> After the first one, we're making a second one. Whatever money you have to spend, yes. Whatever you have to do, you do it because yes. the, the first one. Uh-huh. Oh my god, mm-hmm. this is based off nothing and the <laughs> shitty script. It's based what? off of these two guys rob a train. 
This is based off White Man Can't Jump. Yeah, that's that's all they got. That's all they what got. What if the two guys from White Man Can't Jump robbed, robbed a train? Right. Oh, my God. I never noticed this one, Adam. In the opening scene where Wesley Snipes hits one of the money train cops, there's a Die Hard 2 poster on the wall. What? Die Hard 2 was also written by this screenwriter, Doug Richardson. Makes sense. <laughs> Die Hard 2 was really bad. Yes. <laughs> uh, this is the last. Yeah, Die Hard 2, the whole plot was forced. Everything was forced <clears throat> in Die Hard 2. As, this movie did a lot more forcing. Yeah. I guess they didn't learn their lesson. Mm-hmm. This is the last uh, bit of trivia. Two days after the film opened, two men poured petrol over a ticket booth on the Brooklyn subway and set it alight in an incident similar to the one depicted in the film. The booth attendant was burned and later died of his injuries. Jesus. Consequently, New York subway workers called for a boycott of the film and the removal of all the posters from every train station. Republican Senator Bob Dole quickly came out in support of them. Columbia okay. Pictures refused to bow to their demands. And Bob Dole, Bob Dole, Bob Dole. don't you uh, take those posters off? Uh, that, that was like a shitty Kennedy impression, dude. <laughs> Era. Era. <laughs> That's weird. Fuck, dude. People fucking... That's crazy, dude. Why would you do a copycat of that? <laughs> of all the things to do. Maybe they made up their own storylines like I did about backstory <laughs> for this guy. Like, yeah. dude, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. Uh, finally, money makes the world go round. Oh, we, we want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for this movie, Adam, $68 million in 1995 dollars. Oh, my God. Well, they had to build that set and fly the yes, trains in. The, trans- <laughs> the, the transportation of the train, the subways alone. <laughs> and then building the set. Oh, there's no way you can justify that. Uh-huh. Who's the production company? Who's the, who, who did this whole thing? It, 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 it's not like Universal. Oh, the studio is Columbia, yeah. but Columbia doesn't really exist oh. anymore. <laughs> they're, they're, oh. Well, they were bought out by like MGM or somebody. Okay, because I feel like I still see Columbia on previews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But but now they're owned by they're a subsidiary of a bigger studio now. Okay, so they got like this is back when they were doing their own thing. Yeah, this is when they were a little more independent. All right, All right. and somebody else came along and said, "You're fucking up." <laughs> Let me fix you. Yeah. Okay. I released in a movie with a fucking torch guy. And... Unbelievable. Okay. Budget, $68 billion. Give me your guess for its worldwide gross. Oh, my God. Uh... I feel... Oh, shit. Woo. I don't know how low I want to go. I'll go to $55 million. Okay. In the U.S., this grows $35.4 million. Okay. Overseas, it grows $41.9 million, uh, bringing its total worldwide gross to $77.2 million. Okay. That's still a pretty good flop. Yeah. This film opened... Jesus Christ. In, How do they... Just, okay. <laughs> this film opened in fourth place on Thanksgiving weekend, November 24th, 1995, with $10.6 million. This was in fourth place, Adam. I'm going to read you the top five. Okay. This is a murderer's row. This is what they opened against. Number one was Toy Story. Oh, no way. Number two was Goldeneye. Oh. Number three was Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. All right. All so right. everybody was amped up like after it. the first Ace like Ventura. It. And number five, this beat out Casino. What? Casino, the mafia movie. This this did better than Casino. Yeah, because Casino came in fifth place. Wow. <laughs> wow. Casino must have been at, this must be the end of his run. It has to be the end of his run. Like, Casino's been out for maybe two no. months already. No? Casino debuted at fifth. Oh, no! Yeah. Wow. That, I, there's no, there's, that doesn't make sense at all. Because this is after Goodfellas, right? Yes. Goodfellas yeah. was 91. Right. And, and or the, 90. The, the fire from Goodfellas should have, Casino should be number one. Maybe number two. Toy Story, I get why that was number one. Yeah. That's insane. Oh. Do you feel a little hurt? I am. Oh, I am. I'm sorry, Adam. Casino gets kind of a bad rap because it came out for Goodfellas. Yeah, because Goodfellas came first. Yeah, 
but well, I've seen Goodfellas so many times, like Casino slowly like notching up the. Oh, is it? Like it's not it's not on Uh-oh. Goodfellas level, but it's no, I, no. I I I've seen it I've seen Goodfellas so many times that now the Casino's on. I'm like I am. I oh, see I it. see. I, I still go Goodfellas every time. I know. I'll still go Goodfellas. Yeah. If, if they're both on, I'm going Goodfellas. Me too. Yeah. Casino's too fucking long, dude. It's 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 got it's got good stuff in it. Mm-hmm. A lot of good scenes. I think Goodfellas has more good scenes. Yeah, every like, scene like close, is like almost perfect. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Casinos they're like kind of spread out. Like this scene's great. I can skip that one. Yeah. This one's good. Mm-hmm. I'll skip that one. Goodfellas is like, yes, yes, yes. 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 Uh-huh. According to Box Office Mojo, this is the forty seventh highest grossing film in the category action buddy comedy. Forty <laughs> seventh? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, that should be lower. I feel like <laughs> number number one is Who's is Men in Black. Oh, oh, uh, not better than Bruce. Not, not better than Die Hard three. Would that be a buddy cop? Yeah. Okay, I think so because they're not friends. No, at first. Yeah, they kind of become all right. And uh, finally, this movie, Money Train, was the fiftieth highest grossing film of nineteen ninety five. Number one. Was Toy, Toy Story. Story. Mm-hmm. 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 95 was a pretty good year in movies, dude. Just from yeah. that one weekend. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, so all those movies came out on the same weekend? Uh, or they were in theaters, at least? I know Casino and Money Train and Ace Ventura debuted okay. that weekend. And Toy Story and Golden Eye were probably carryovers. Yeah. But, dude, th- that, that was th- yeah. these were your options. Like, let's go to the multiplex. Why oh, are you going to watch Money shit. Train? Why are you going to watch Money Train? That should, that should be. I think it's the people who were like, oh, shit, it's going to be like, it's going to be like, it's going to be like, white man can't jump, son. Even that movie wasn't good enough to warrant, like, this much. <laughs> I like white man can't jump, dude. No, yeah, no, it's fine. It was a fine movie. It just, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't good enough. Like, it wasn't better than Goodfellas. <laughs> the Casino. No, yeah, no. Goodfellas leads into Casino. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. White Man Can Jump oh, leads, leads into, into Money Trade. That's right. There's no way White Man Can Jump is better than Goodfellas. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, well, that's 1995's Money Train, directed by Joseph Rubin. Check out the website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoilers Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email, just like the way Leo and Connecticut did, at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we will watch it before any other requests. Next week, we are watching a movie that Maestro has been wanting us to watch for a very, very long uh, time. very long time. <sighs> Have you ever seen this movie, Adam? I feel like maybe. I saw the TV series on USA, but I never saw the movie. I, I, did you know there was a TV series on USA? I did, because Maestro wouldn't shut up about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he was very excited about it. <laughs> uh, are you in your cubicle guessing? Yeah. It's Highlander. What do they mean? Oh, 1986 yeah. is Highlander. There can only be one. There can only be one. There was four of them, though, right? Yes. <laughs> this is technically the best. Is that right? Question mark. Is this the one with Sean Connery? Yes. Okay. Sean Connery. Okay. I think I did see this one, though. There is only one, goddammit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying about the Bond franchise. <laughs> I am the only one. <laughs> so check that out next week. And uh, watch it on Amazon. Watch it on iTunes. Check out Money Train. It's a fun watch. If you yeah. just watch it once. It's fun. Yeah, just once. <laughs> just once. Robert, by the way, thanks, Leo. I, we, as much as uh, this movie infuriated me in a lot of different levels, I, I am glad that I watched it. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. It was. It was on the. Oh no! <laughs> I was gonna say it's like almost like Demolition Man, stupid level, but Demolition Man's way better. than No, this, dude. so much better. Way better than this. This was like Mario Brothers' stupid level. 
Okay. Which is another one is going to be coming at some Actually, point. I don't know, dude. I feel like Mario Brothers, Mario Brothers is really, really bad. That's coming soon. Yeah. That's definitely coming soon. I, I saw the on trailer for it recently, and like, it, it just, I got excited about it all yeah. over again. Yeah, okay. Let's do let's do Mario Brothers soon. All right, yeah. Let's do it over the next couple weeks. It's on the list, man. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, so until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Adam.